Ah, yes, here we go again, just about ready, and uh, we remind you, this is not actually part of the Rush Hour show, because uh, we've had some tweets and Facebook messages to, uh, saying get to the sports updates, get to the issues. No, no, this is just a footy tipping segment with a bit of gibberish, so please enjoy, but if gambling um, is not your thing, and I uh, understand if that's the case, uh, then it's probably best to bail out now, because we are going to try... And tip some winners, thanks to our good friends at sportsbet.com.au. Check out their website. Check out their app, actually, actually, if you've got the smartphone. Very, very easy to use. And now, you can actually get Victorian Racing live on your phone through the Sportsbet app. So, uh, uh, check that out. But it is very... You've even got the uh, finger... If you've got the iPhone like I do, you've got the fingerprint uh, log on. So... Instead of having to putting in the login and the number and all that uh, the whole time, you can just put your fingerprint over the thing and uh, up you go. All right, here we go. This is the podcast. This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. All right, well, this is a bit of a podcast with a difference because Sturlow is not home today. Sturlow is down the road. And you, uh, as we say hello, uh, you've had a bit of, you've copped a battering this week. What has happened? Good afternoon, Dan. Yeah, it's been a little bit difficult. Obviously, the weather has caused major problems for everybody and um, not major for us as such, but we've had no power for a number of days and probably won't for a few more yet. So, unfortunately, where we are and the way we live, uh, the power regulates and we have no water, Mm. uh, obviously no internet, no mobile service. We've got a tree over our driveway, can't get in and out. And My car is bogged in the neighbour's paddock next door. Of course, I tried to do a sneaky across there. They they gave me the okay to do so. I got to the top, and there's a little rise there to get down. If I'd have got over the rise, it would have been all right. I got to the top of the rise, and then it slid back down, and uh, (laughs) then then it was all over. Ever ever, uh, been in the golf cart where you know you're really not supposed to be on the grass, but you've done it, and you know you're about to get stuck? Dan, you know I would never do that. I've done it a million times. I know. <laughs> I did it. I tell you where um, in uh, Hawaii of all places, guys. Sorry, as I drop a location name. Yeah, nice but, one. But they had. They warned me. They said they don't do it. Anyway, it it stayed. You know, it was sunny all afternoon. I didn't realise it had bucketed down up the mountain. So and uh, and oh, how embarrassing is that call to the pro shop? Look, you're going to have to help. <laughs> and I've done a lot of damage to the area. So that was uh, that was. Uh, I just hand up. Just I'm so, as they as they drove in, I just had the hand up, head down. I'm so sorry. But needless I, to say, you weren't invited back. <laughs> no, that was the oh, last I, last time I played at that course. But how bad was the storm? It must have been quite scary. I mean, we sort of not joked, but it was almost cyclonic at the football on Monday. I imagine it would have been quite the ordeal. Well, I've got to say, Dan, the drive back from Cronulla that night um, after Monday night football, um, it was it, it was a tough trip. Um, coming up there three, mm. obviously um, the wind especially was, was made it very, very difficult. Fortunately, there wasn't a whole lot of cars on the road. But the Central Coast, which is where I live, uh, did cop it worse the next couple of days, kind of came up and settled around us and obviously up in the Hunter as well where um, you know, been some awful things happen yeah. up there. So it's... Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's freakish. I think everybody acknowledges that, and hopefully the worst is is over now. So um, we've I've just tried to stay off the road as much as possible. A lot of trees down, and that scares me a little bit when you don't see something coming from above. Yeah. Okay. Well, we better get on with it. Uh... Hang on, I just have to adjust the levels here. Sturlo, forgive me for a moment. I will tell you just quickly, Dan, yes. back on that golf course, I was playing one day and I'm driving off in my cart and I heard a yell from behind me from someone saying, oh, Tim's driven into the bunker. 
And I turned around and I said, oh, don't worry about it. He'll get out in one. He's a good player. <laughs> but he'd literally driven into the bunker. <laughs> and I was lying too. Tim wasn't that good a player either. <laughs> I have to address something. Uh, we got a, a few tweets and uh, messages from the last podcast. This is not part of the rush hour. We're going, when are you going to get to the sport element? You're talking jibber. <laughs> no, this is just a – This is a. We, we do it under the rush hour banner. Uh, but because uh, we have to put it somewhere so you can download it. But no, this is not the rush hour. Everyone will record this on a Thursday afternoon. So um, we, I, I might give you the best news you've had all week. I lost the book from last week, which had our tips on it, and I don't, be- I don't believe I- either of us did well. I think you, you told yeah, me no, on I, Monday I, that- I missed one. I only got seven. <laughs> so I haven't got a score update, but I believe, I believe you got three and I got four. Uh, we will no, check. no, I got seven, you got one, <laughs> I'm three in front, and the one I didn't get was by half a point, but I tipped the winner anyway. Come on, let's uh, let's not blue again, Sterlo, we've had enough of that this week. We don't blue, Dan, we we have discussions. Oh, how many, uh, I got a heap of, oh mate, are you two okay? Oh, fair dinkum. Oh yeah, I said, are you kidding, we're laughing in the, in the head break. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyway. Oh, I didn't realise that. Uh, don't worry, 90% of people think you're a legend and, and the other guys are... <laughs> Uh, Hang on, what about the other 10? Oh, well, you can't win them all. Nah, fair enough. I'll have to <laughs> beat that, by the way. Um, all right, we get to round... Uh, what round are we in? Round eight. Anzac round weekend. eight. And um, we start. Now, we've got some very interesting starts here, Sturlo, because we've got one, two, three, four games which have starts of eight or more, and they're, they're hard ones to get because, obviously, you know, you can tip one team to win and the other team might get them on the start. Tomorrow night, one game, Canterbury-Wests Tigers... $1.77 the dogs. This is with Sportsbet, of course, sportsbet.com.au, and you can keep going with your multi-five-leg uh, special. Um, $1.77, Wests Tigers 210, Canterbury minus two. Uh, this is at ANZ Stadium. Jason Taylor made a complaint today that it's not fair that they have to play Canterbury twice in a month. Um, so I don't know... Um, if that indicates anything, whether they're a bit worried about playing the Dogs again. They should have beaten them the first time still. They let them by 18 with 20 to go and lost in Golden Point. So Yeah, that, that's interesting. I didn't realise Jason Taylor had um, had complained about that. And, of course, you know, Melbourne and Manly, which we'll talk about a little bit later on, they, they played back in, what, round two. So mm. it, it is a bit strange where you see clubs playing each other in a relatively short period of time. Um, I'm actually tipping against Jason Taylor's side. I think the conditions will suit the Bulldogs yeah, better. Um, got away to a, um, uh, a flying start last week, relinquished the lead, and then were good enough to come home over the top of Manly. I just think um, with their, their big men going forward. And, and I think, obviously, Hodkinson and Reynolds know the pressure they're under. Yeah. And they've got to be priming themselves for some really special performances to to um, you know put themselves back in the foremost mind of Laurie Daly when it comes to origin. So I, I think that they'll lead the way for the Dogs. Uh, a couple of stats. Um, we all know Canterbury are good in the wet. 15 from 17. The 15 of their last 17, they've won when it's uh, wet. Now, obviously, now I'm looking here at sunny skies in Sydney, so... Um, it might be dry uh, weather, but we assume the pitch will still be, uh, you know, the draining could be wonderful. But after that rain, it should still be a heavy track at uh, ANZ. And what about this one? Uh, Keith Galloway is out. The Tigers have won 6 of 26 when he's missing. 
That, Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I, who would have thought that? No, that's no knock on Keith, but you would have thought if it's a halfback or if it's uh, maybe Robbie Farah that their record would be uh, atrocious. But um, they're about they're just under fifty percent when he plays and about twenty two percent when he doesn't. So um, uh, he's out. Um, but I, but Canterbury in the wet. Yeah. Well, that you know we know that Keith Galloway's an influential player in their team, but that's that's a very interesting statistic, and I guess it just makes me more confident. Um, tipping the Bulldogs here because of their big men. And with the Tigers minus one of theirs, um, I think two's very skinny for the Tigers. That's ba- yeah, basically, you just pick who you think will win. Now, congratulations on your ratings. Now, are you aware of how well you did last night with your show? Uh, no, mate, I don't. No, I, one of the I top don't. rating shows on paid television. The only thing that did you in was that bloody Simpsons marathon on Fox 8. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, um, don't tell me about... When it comes to ratings, Dan, I'm just waiting for when they tell me not to come back next week. <laughs> and to me, that means that they weren't good enough. So. No, you, got, you, so. got, you got something there. That's very good. Who knew Ronnie Palmer was such a draw card? Well, Ronnie, uh, everybody knows Ronnie Palmer, yeah. but they know him from a distance. Yeah. Um, you know, guy. he's been, as we said last night, he's been around the game 30 or 40 years. I don't think people realise that he's a former first-grade player. And he's just, I remember reading an article by Ricky Stewart who said that if there was a team picked out of um, the world's best blokes, he'd be in your run-on run, in, run on side. Um, Seems and, that way. And he's, you know, the, when he said that we have a choice when we wake up in the morning, it made a lot of sense. You know, we have a choice of, of, of you know, what kind of mood we're going to be in, whether we're going to have a good day, a bad day, and then all of those choices you make during the course of the next 24 hours influence, I guess, how people are around you. And um, he's always taken the positive way, and that's why he's so popular. Yeah, and it was very, very good, uh, Sturlow. So um, it's Wednesdays on Fox at uh, 7.30, the Sturlow on the Couch Show. Uh, Thanks, mate. There you go. Uh, New Zealand Warriors, it's all lovey-dovey today. Five games on Anzac Day. What do you think of five games on Anzac? It's a Saturday, so it's a bit, you know, that's a bit unique in that regard. So there was going to be a bunch of games anyway. Do you think five is that one too many? No, I'm loving it. Mm. I, I think uh, I think it'll work quite well. Obviously, with the time difference with uh, the Mount Smart game, uh, and then the later kickoff for Brisbane Parramatta, I think it'll work beautifully. The one thing, Dan, you know, we get we get plenty of stuff wrong in our game. Yeah. The one thing that we've got right for a long time is the way that we treat Anzac Day and that weekend yeah. with just the right amount of sensitivity. Yes. You know, we we don't go overboard so that it becomes. Yeah, you know, a, a little bit um, over the top, um, but you know when you talk to the players and and the 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 way that the days are conducted at the games itself, um, I think that you know whilst we criticise uh, the hierarchy to a large degree, this is one area that I think we can be very proud of. And I love to all reading all the stories during the week. There's always players that had grandfathers that served and. Um uh, you know, every you know, we had uh, Michael Gordon tell his story, and you know, you've got uh, Jack DeBellin, uh, uh, of course. Has got, yeah, oh, I love reading that stuff. It does humanise it, doesn't it? I, I do love that aspect. But we do have a twelve o'clock game on sa- on Saturday. Um, New Zealand Warriors Gold Coast uh, Warriors a dollar thirty. The Gold Coast, who are on a bit of a hot streak, three dollars fifty five. The start, if you want the Warriors, you've got to give 10.0. Wow. Ten and a half start to Gold Coast. I'm going to take the Gold Coast, Dan. Okay. 
Um, I, I, they're, they're, you know, they're in good touch, but more importantly, they're, they're confident at the moment. They're playing confidently. The only concern I have is that Nate Miles has been named to play, mm. um, but is in is in a lot of doubt as to whether he'll take his place. He didn't play last week, so you know they got the job done very nicely last week again. Uh, the Warriors. What about um, one of our favourite players, Conrad Hurrell, yeah, dropped gone. this week. Um, so obviously, Coach Andrew McFadden wasn't liking what he was seeing from the. The, the runaway train. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ten and a half. Look, I think New Zealand will win the game, but I just can't go past ten and a half start. Now, I've, got to, sports I, bet. I've got to just bring you back slightly. 10.0, but I don't think that's going to change. Oh, tip. 10 points. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, so point zero wouldn't be point five then, would it? No. It would be <laughs> no, no. So it brings a push into play, but I'll, I'll take the Warriors just because of blind faith and they... I just always have this feeling they're going to blow teams at home away in the last 20 minutes. But uh, yeah. but uh, the Gold Coast are playing well. Newcastle, North Queensland, uh, two teams in vastly different form. It's at Hunter, $2.30 the Knights, $1.62 North Queensland. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I do seem to recall North Queensland winning some Monday night games there. Uh, I don't think their record at Newcastle is all that bad. And they seem to have got rid of that whole Sydney, New South Wales hoodoo. So the Cowboys are giving three and a half. So if you want the home side, you get 3.5 in your favour. Well, on exposed form, uh, you've got to take North Queensland there, giving up less than a try. Newcastle uh, have been really poor the last three weeks. And whilst it was tight against Parramatta, I didn't think Parramatta were particularly good last week as well, yet they still um, were too good for the the Novocastrians. Uh, home ground doesn't bother me too much now because North Queensland have travelled a couple of times this year and been successful. Um, so maybe they've they've overcome that problem. Uh, I think North Queensland, boy, three and a half. Uh, I think I think they'll have that uh, covered in the first ten minutes. Oh, okay. Yep, I've got three and a half as well. Uh, Rooster. Okay, the big one. Roosters. Dragons. Saturday afternoon. Allianz. Uh, Dragons on their hot streak, five in a row. The the Roosters, perhaps without one of their most influential players in Jared Aria Hargreaves, are still heavy favourites. A dollar forty-five. Uh, the Dragons two dollars seventy-five. Now the start. This is a tricky one. Sturlow minus six point five. So if you mm. want the team on in form, you get a, a converted try and half a point in your favour. Yeah, it's a couple short for me. Um, having said that, who would have thought that after seven rounds? St. George Illawarra would be sitting higher on the competition ladder than the Roosters. Uh, who'd have thought that after two rounds, actually? Uh, but that is the case. Uh, the Roosters' losses in a row, don't expect that from, from them. Uh, I'm tipping them to hit back in this game. Um, I don't think there'll be much in it. In fact, some of the best games we've seen have featured these two clubs on Anzac Day, and yeah. I can remember some sideline conversions. Matthew Head kicked one to, to win a game for them. Mark Waddell might have done the same. Um, I'm going for the Roosters here in in what should be a crackerjack game, and if you'd have given me or sports better give me a couple more, that might have swayed me towards the Dragons. But I'm sticking the tricolours. Yeah, this is a Roosters home game, but it'll be a Dragons crowd. Well, we assume so because they do uh, follow their team heavily when they're in form. And um, the Roosters not only don't have Warrior Hargreaves, they're also missing. There's two other key players. Aiden Guerra is not there. He hasn't been there for a little while. And Blake Ferguson. So um, it won't be easy. Do you get the feeling with the Roosters, maybe South as well, that they, I don't want to say get bored for the sort of non-event games, but they rise for these sort of days? I think that's that's a fair assessment, yeah. And, and you know, it's obviously a subconscious thing for, for players that 
Um, they think that they're ready and, and prepared um, for each and every game, but that's not always the case. But for standout matches like this, you know that um, they're up and, and poised to go. And, and I think I think Trent Robertson, you know, is, is wonderful in coaching in these situations as well. Um, so he, he'll have them primed. Uh, I should give you the over-unders too. 38 is that one. Uh, 40 and a half is Newcastle, North Queensland. Warriors, Gold Coast, 42 and a half. Canterbury Tigers, 38 and a half. Um, and we both got the unders last week. So there you go, our lock of the week. Uh, Melbourne Manly. Melbourne, this is 6 p.m. at Amy Park. This is always a massive event um, uh, in Melbourne. They get that flow-on crowd from the um, uh, AFL game across the road. So they're expecting 20 plus, 20,000 plus. Billy Slater, we hear, could be rushed back uh, for this one. Melbourne, $1.28. Manly, hopelessly out of form, $3.75. But these games always seem to be very close. Melbourne are giving exactly 10 points, so another 10.0 game. Okay. Well, the Billy Slater influence is huge. Um, I'm going to tip Melbourne and be much more confident if he plays. I was actually talking to Jeff Tuvey, the Manly coach, last night. Mm. Um, Kieran Foran is no certainty to play in this game. Oh, no. So if that would really swing it, wouldn't it, if Melbourne have Slater and Manly don't have Kieran Foran? And I think I'm right in saying, Death, that Manly's only victory this year would be against the Melbourne, Melbourne Storm, Storm. Yeah. back in round two when they were coming home to get them fast anyway in that match. Uh, yeah, look, I like Melbourne here. Um, they just go about their business at Amy on a Saturday night. It doesn't get any tougher than that. And I'm not quite sure where the next Manly victory is going to come. Uh, I don't see it being in this game. And I see um, I see it being a bigger margin than 10. Oh, all those reasons you gave about Manly winning last time, I was, and they always keep it close. I, I, I've got them written down, but this foreign thing. So if Tuvi's telling you that on Wednesday... That, that... He's, he's not telling me he's out. No. He's, just, he's no certainty to play. I'm going to take Manly. I think they can just keep it close, but uh, I won't be putting. I won't be putting any money on that one. You're a good man. Brisbane versus Parramatta, uh, minus eight for Brisbane. Uh, they're a dollar thirty-six head to head. Parramatta three dollars fifteen. This is one of these strange head-to-head matchups where Parramatta, as you know, have been a pretty dismal club uh, in terms of overall results, especially away from home. Yet, they've won three of their last four at Suncorp. In fact, some of their best performances over the last few years have been at Suncorp. It's 8 p.m., minus 8.0 if you want Brisbane. All right, well, let's make it four from five. Um, again, last week, it was it was definitely with my heart more than my head. Hmm. There's a little bit of both involved here. I, I think that the fact that they've got that victory under their belt from last week, they'll be a much more confident football team going up there. Brisbane have looked very good. Um, probably unlucky not to have beaten the Dragons last week in a in a low scoring affair. But I just I think that the changes that Brad Arthur has made, I think Will Hopalade needed to move up to right centre. Um, he wasn't starring at the back, and by going to right centre, he, he certainly bolstered the defence on that side of the field where the Eels were particularly vulnerable. Um, and so I, I like the change. I think Robinson at fullback is 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 a positive move. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go power with a little bit more confidence than I did last week and hopefully get the same result. What about, and they won, so everything's upside, but what about those two tries at the start they let in where basically Newcastle just caught and passed, caught and passed, caught and passed. Hello, there's a one-man overlap, and they just slice through. Yeah, well, that's... That, look, that is a problem for Parramatta. I guess the Warriors as well, that opening half hour for them it was terrible. 
the game was pretty much over by half time despite the fact they you know they they came back in that second half but the damage had already been done but uh oh, now look I'm expecting them to start a lot better in this game Brisbane no Justin Hodges I think is is a, a huge uh, advantage for the eels um I, I like the eight start I'm going the other way. I just remember Brisbane putting the cleaners through the Cowboys a few weeks ago. Big event game at Suncorp. So I'll, I'll take Brisbane minus eight. Penrith versus Cronulla. This is two o'clock at Penrith. Now, this is another one where we're tipping without really knowing who's in and who's out. Penrith, $2.20. Cronulla, $1.67. The over-under is 39.5. Cronulla are giving 2.0. But... Paul Gallon is seemingly doubtful and probably uh, less than 50%. And we're getting conflicting reports on James Seguiaro. Um, Last night on Seven News, they reported three to four weeks out. Now there's other reports suggesting that um, he's going to play against doctor's orders. So that might just make or break our tip. I've gone Cronulla minus two. Because Penrith uh, with Coruscant at five eight Isaac, they're just they're, they're not anywhere near the team they uh, can be. So I'll take Cronulla, but which way are you going? Yeah, I'm going the same way. I think they're, they're lacking rhythm, and I think um, it was perfect evidence of their halves missing last week, where the amount of passes that went astray and went behind players, just no rhythm, no continuity to their game at the moment. And I think when you're on a good thing, you stick to it, and that's Cronulla at the moment. Um, really good. On um, on Monday night in the worst possible conditions against the reigning premiers, uh, three wins in a row now, and they are turning into the football team that we thought they could have been at the beginning of the season. Again, you go back to round two. Who'd have thought that you'd be tipping Cronulla to beat Penrith? Um, yeah. You know, six weeks later. Uh, what are, what are the hardest conditions to back up from? So you've got you've got extreme heat, you've got conditions like uh, Monday night, sloppy, um, heavy. Now it wasn't muddy, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But is it harder to come back from the heat? Well, I mean, they'd be leg-heavy, wouldn't they, the Sharks? Yeah, that's that's something of a concern. But, you know, the amount of breaks that the players get in the game these days, that, um, you know, the fatigue factor I don't think is anywhere near as much as what it could be. So, um, look, yeah, look oh, oh, I think the, the toughest thing to back up from is a, a match against the Warriors the week earlier where you just get bashed. Yeah. Um, and, and they didn't... Uh, you know, Cronulla, they thrive in this kind of stuff. I, you know, Paul Gallen, if he plays, um, a big bonus for them. But I like their forward depth at the moment, and I just think they're in really good form. Okay, we get to the final gun. There's no Monday night this week. Uh, so for those rush hour listeners, I think we're doing a two-hour show on Monday with no football. So uh, bring some topics, Sterlo. Um South Sydney-Canberra, the final gun. This is in Cairns, which might uh, vastly affect the way you're going to go here. Jeez, Camper again, the bookies just don't give them anything. They're at $3.55, South Sydney $1.30, and the start is minus 10. So if you want South, you've got to give up 10 points. This is a team without Adam Reynolds. Um, I'm going Camper again. Now, good, good, good for me last week against the Tigers, even though they gave up 22 to start. The venue worries me, but um, do you think South can cover that? I'm hopeful because I'm going to go that way. Um, I, look, I think the conditions will be better for them. I, I know that we like them in the wet, but it does stifle the attacking abilities of the likes of Dylan Walker and, and Greg Inglis. And I think, you know, on the hard, fast surface up there, they'll still go through the, through the middle, but they'll have more success in, in giving some space to their outside attacking men. Alex Johnson, throw him in as well. Uh, look, Canberra, really solid football team, and, and Ricky Stewart, very proud of the fact that uh, last weekend they came up with their best ever 
uh, comeback in a in a match, and yeah. I think you'll find it's I think it's something like the the seventh best in the history of the game. Um, so he, he wasn't sort of going over the top when he described it that way. So they're, they're, they're a, they've recruited very well. He's coaching them beautifully. But South Sydney, uh, you know, I know that Adam Reynolds is missing, and that's a, a big concern for them. But I just think on a on a fast track, um, they'll they'll revel in those conditions, uh, especially after what they went through on Monday night. Yeah, last year they played in Cairns. They flogged Newcastle fifty to ten. So. They did uh, enjoy the conditions then. All right, that's it. So we've done four. We've we've had four in agreement: Canterbury, Cowboys, Roosters, and Cronulla, and four in disagreement. You've got Gold Coast. I've got Warriors. Uh, you've got Melbourne. I've um, stuck solid with Manly. You've got your Eels. I've got the Broncos. You've got South. I've got Canberra. Okay, so there we go. That's a fun weekend where we got some differences. Uh, do we have a lock of the weekend? Um. Yes. Yes. I, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to go the the Roosters. Okay. Ooh, okay. Giving six and a half, yeah. Okay, there we go. Uh, I think the under for that one. The under for that one. 38 points. The Dragons, we know, have built their whole game on defence, so um, they haven't scored too many, and that's a very good Roosters defence, so I think the under might yeah. get up there. Uh, all right, when do you get back home? I don't know. We're just we're just waiting to see how things unfold. But like I say, plenty of people worse off than us. But uh, it'll be nice to get back. Um, doesn't really feel like a holiday, but no. it's it's a it's a little bit different. But, uh, if you could do me a favour, yes. um, it would be appreciated. Don't find that book from last week. Hang on, what? what Don't book? find the, the the book that you had everything written down in uh, <laughs> for last week. Well, uh, all like well. <laughs> I could go through the podcast. Of- no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. I've told you what the situation was. <laughs> um, and Monday night, when we're doing, mon- well, no Monday night football, but we're together between six and eight, got a lot of topics, and we'll, we'll lead off with Daily Cherry Evans. There'll be something that happened between now and then. No, okay? I, I, I'm retiring so you, from Daily Cherry. So you Cherry. do your research, okay, because I'm ready for you. <sighs> Best form of defensive attack, Dan, you know, so I've told you. Is that the first time you've ever sworn on any form of medium? I don't, that's not really swearing. That's... No, but I love that you took a pause, a you thought about it, and then you went through with it twice. So you do your research as I'm ready I'm for you. I'm retiring from Daily Cherry. Best form of defence, Dan, you know that. I've told you. <laughs> Is that the f- one on media? Swearing. I love that you took a lot of No, but. Pause. Added. Through with it twice. So you do research because I'm ready. I'm retiring. Okay. 